following is a presentation of Artisan Church in Rochester, New York. Because of the personal nature of the stories shared in this week's service, they will not be included in the podcast. You can, however, still listen to the music of Violet Mary and readings of Psalms of Lament. Let's get mixtape going for real now. Uh, I want to invite up Joe and Marty, who make up the other 40% of Violet Mary. Um, you guys know Mike and Mel and Cranfield really well, and I think that sometimes we get spoiled and we forget how blessed we are at Artisan to have these folks involved in our music week in and week out. Um, not every week, but, you know, pretty, pretty often. Uh, and they even, Mike and Mel even came in, uh, in like two days, put together the, the backing band for Danielle last week. Um, so these guys are fantastic musicians, and I think we have, um, we have a great opportunity now to show them the love that maybe we should show them week in and week out, um, because the whole band is here, and we won't feel weird about clapping for the music, because, you know, we get a little antsy about clapping for songs in church sometimes. My grandmother, by the way, hated when people clapped for any music in church. She's like, the glory should be to God. But anyway, that's a different story. Um, I love my grandmother. So... Man, Violet Mary is going to show us some blues music. They're going to give us uh, a a kick in the tail right into this uh, theme of lament. Um, So, would you show your love for Violet Mary? Well, uh, we're going to play a couple of standard blues tunes um, and then some songs that we wrote um, as well. So, I guess some of the ones that we wrote sort of fit the blues theme, um, and some don't, so you'll find out. (laughs) This one is Eric Clapton's tune, though, not ours.
Thank you. While Mike is tuning, I'll introduce, introduce this next tune is a, a Violet Mary tune. Um, we, uh, well, if you're a songwriter and you have children, you just write about them. That's how it works. Uh, uh, much to their chagrin, I'm sure. Um, but so I, I took a class um, at MCC while I was in hygiene, dental hygiene school, and it, it was history of rock and roll because I needed to fill out my schedule. You so, are a liar. I took that. Okay, course. Mike took the course because it was online and I was busy doing other things, so he took it for me. Either way. <laughs> Confessions. I do not encourage that behavior. <laughs> Either way, one of the tasks of that class was to write a blues tune, and uh, so at the time, uh, Emily, our youngest daughter, had gotten herself into a little bit of trouble, so we wrote a murder ballad about it. Um, so um, murder ballads are a, a subgenre of blues, and uh, so, yeah, that's what this tune's about. It's called Bub's Midnight Blues. I'm gonna get the chair I said I'm gonna get the chair
it going for Violet Mary. Phew. You guys are amazing. genesis of this idea was I, was I was on a walk in my neighborhood, I was listening to blues music, and I suddenly realized that the blues was kind of like the American version of the Hebrew Psalms of Lament. And I thought, boy, we should do a service where we do blues music and the Psalms of Lament and people tell stories. And that's exactly what we did, and we've done it several times now. Um, now, so this morning we're going to hear some more from the Psalms of Lament, and we're going to hear some more personal reflections. And I have not uh, edited or vetted or even really asked to read in advance, anything that the people who are sharing are going to say, they've told me the topics, but I don't know any of the details really. Um, and so what you might find is that sometimes there's a, there's kind of a, a tidy resolution at the end of it. There was one this morning where the person said, the worst week of my life ended up being the best week of my life. But don't expect that to be the case every time. In fact, it may not happen at all in this service. Um, the Psalms of Lament, more often than not, do have a movement like that within them. And I think it's because they were written much after the fact. Um, but not all of the Psalms of Lament in the Bible have that. Uh, Psalm 88, which I'm, I'm actually not going to read in its entirety this, this service because it's part of what pushed us over in the last service, is one such psalm that has no resolution whatsoever. So I encourage you to read Psalm 88 sometime on your own this week. It's, it's pretty powerful to think that this, this poem, which has nothing but grief and complaint 
and doubt and questioning of God somehow made it into our sacred holy scriptures. And yet we think that we can never fully express the depth of our outrage or sorrow or doubt before God. But this service is to tell you that you can and that in fact you have to do that because you can't come to God with your whole self if you have part of it walled off in a special uh, sanitized area right? and you don't ever let it go. So I hope that these stories and these psalms will help you to see that. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I bear peace in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all day long? How long? Shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes, or I will sleep the sleep of death. And my enemy will say, I have prevailed, and my foes will rejoice because I am shaken. But I trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me.
Hear my prayer, O Lord. Give ear to my supplications in your faithfulness. Answer me in your righteousness. Do not enter into judgment with your servant, for no one living is righteous before you. For the enemy has pursued me, crushing my life to the ground, making me sit in darkness like those long dead. Therefore, my spirit faints within me. My heart within me is appalled. I remember the days of old. I think about all your deeds. I meditate on the works of your hands. I stretch out my hands to you. My soul thirsts for you like a parched land. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I shall be like those who go down to the pit. Let me hear of your steadfast love in the morning, for in you I put my trust. Teach me the way I should go, for to you I lift up my soul. Save me, O Lord, from my enemies. I have fled to you for refuge. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on a level path. For your name's sake, O Lord, preserve my life. In your righteousness, bring me out of trouble. In your steadfast love, cut off my enemies and destroy all my adversaries, for I am your servant. My goodness. So much to everybody who shared this morning. Um, we are obviously running long here, and it's okay. Um, I'm going to invite um, the band back on, closing this this up. Um, there is no sentence that I can say to make everybody feel good at a time when we're coping with grief. The only comfort that I know how to give pastorally is to say that Jesus suffers with you. That in the defining moment of salvation, Jesus on the cross said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Can you imagine Jesus, God in the flesh, saying that? Of course, he's quoted one of the Psalms of Lament, Psalm 22, which turns out to be in the end, one of those songs that seems like it has a happier ending. My understanding of that song is that it's messianic from the beginning, from the opening line, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me to the very end? And I'll leave it to you to read that song on your own as well. But the symbols of his suffering are here at our table, as they are every week. So if you will choose to take communion together with us this morning, and the table is open to any who would want to. This time, remember his sacrifice, not as some spiritual event. I mean, there's a spiritual side to it, but remember it as the body and blood of a Savior who suffers alongside his beloved creation, you. God loves you, each one of you, so much that he took on human form went into the depths of love himself. And that's what's offered to you at the table of the Lord. So by the first day.
Hey, would you, um, this is, a, this is a, such a tough, difficult morning, and I know it's like subdued and it's high and it's low, but would you, would you give your thanks to this amazing band, Violet Mary, for getting us through this morning? And let me tell you some other ways you can thank them. You can go see them live. They put on such a great live show. If you haven't seen them live, you've got to go see them. Find them on their website. Uh, they've got a merch table out there. Buy some CDs, uh, shirts, whatever they got out there. Buy something. They've got one more great old blues tune for us, and then we'll close our service together, all right? Thank you guys so much for being here. So it wouldn't be uh, white boy blues if you didn't play some Clapton. So, again. Uh, again. <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to play some Clapton.
For more information, visit us at artisanchurch.com.